Hello, this is Jessica Heron, founder and CEO of the Stella and Dot Family Brands, and this is my brand new podcast, Self Made. On this episode of Self Made, I am going to talk about one of the most important things you need to cultivate in yourself in order to have a bedrock <laughs> underneath you to build success upon, and that is your self-confidence. In fact, I am going to read you an excerpt from my book, Find Your Extraordinary, Dream Bigger, Live Happier, and Achieve Success on Your Own Terms. And I'll tell you why this is in my book in the first place. So when I thought about writing a book, I actually kind of dreamed about writing one for years, trying to chronicle the pain of being an entrepreneur, not just because I wanted to share my woes, but because I figured, hey, I learned this the hard way. I want to amortize my pain by helping other people figure it out faster because it is such a windy road to choose your own path and try to build something from scratch. And there's so much drama and comedy along the way. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, if I ever write a book, it's going to be in the Dr. Seuss style, like problems here, problems there, problems everywhere. And I didn't end up talking about problems, but I picked other P's. In fact, the six P's of the entrepreneurial spirit. So the book really breaks down passion, your path of least regret, the power of a positive mind, people, perseverance, productivity. But I realized in writing the book that I couldn't just jump into the P's. Why? Because all of those things, all of the important things that you need to know so that you could grow, they just don't matter if you don't believe in yourself beyond reason. And that's a big deal, believe in yourself beyond reason. What I mean is you can't just believe in yourself because you have skills or proof, you actually have to believe in yourself before you've tried in order to get the courage to try, in order to fail, in order to get back up, in order to do it again a hundred times until you actually know what you're doing and start producing real results. So belief beyond reason is is essential. It is the bedrock of self-confidence. So in my book, I have an opening chapter. I'm not going to read you the whole thing, some of these stories I've shared with you before, but I'm going to start with the journey that I took as an early entrepreneur that actually led me to drop out of Stanford Business School and go the path of being the fool who tries. Here we go from Find Your Extraordinary. To create extraordinary in your life, perfection is not required, but a degree of foolishness is. When I co-founded Della and James, the company that became WeddingChannel.com, I was only 24, so I certainly didn't have it all figured out, though, ironically, like most people at that stage of their lives, I thought I did. I was all energy and confidence. I look back and attribute much of my early success to being naive, too foolish to realize that I had no business dreaming so big and actually succeeding at what I was doing. I still vividly remember the moment this dawned on me. When I was in business school, about to drop out to start a company, I and my co-founder, Jenny Lefcourt, we met with someone that she had worked out with before. We reached out for advice before our fundraising meetings. Jenny called on her old boss, a serial entrepreneur I'll call John. Not his real name, but I'm going to go with John for right now. 
He met us in the basement of the Stanford Business School cafeteria, which was windowless. It is nothing like the remodeled resort that it looks like today. And we had this serial entrepreneur, this esteemed businessman sit down with us, and we literally bought him a $2 rice bowl. That was what our exchange of value was for his hour of been there, done that wisdom. So we got the better end of that bargain. And when we sat down with him, we shared our pitch for an online single stop wedding gift registry, bringing together all the titans of retail and content into one spot on the information superhighway. And we were really impressed with ourselves. We loved our PowerPoint deck. We loved our Excel deck. And the proof that this was just going to be huge was just right there, all in theory, all in Excel. So then we asked him, What's your advice on negotiating the best terms with venture capitalists for our seed round of funding? A very amused and cool John sat across from us, leaned back and said, wow, I really envy you because you are so naive. Okay, this was one of those moments where you're thinking, "Mm, was that a compliment? Because thank you is not rolling off the tongue. John then went on to say, I admire your inexperience. You look at things for the first time and you see this easy path. You just see one wall ahead of you and you think, okay, I can climb over this wall. I get funding, done. I can declare victory. But I have been down this path before, so I know that wall is much higher than you think. And instead of looking straight ahead at that one wall, I see it from above. And I know that right after that wall, there is another one and it's just as high. And then another and another and another. It looks so daunting to me. I'm too tired to start climbing. I stayed silent just a second longer. And then with great sincerity, I quietly said, thank you. Knowing that in that moment, I had learned more than I had in any classroom on that campus. Right there and then, I made a pact with myself to never let life and experience take away my energy and optimism. I vowed to myself I would rather stay a bit of a naive fool than be someone who was too tired to try. In fact, with the right entrepreneurial spirit, you can gain enough wisdom to see that you have more choices besides just using brute force to climb over every single one of those many, many walls. If you ask for it, and if you're the kind of person who will return the favor, you'll find people to give you a boost. And sometimes if you look carefully, there is a door. You can just open it and walk through. Holding on to your optimism while cultivating your wisdom is an art you can master. We wanna think that the road to success is paved with golden bricks, but even Dorothy and the gang encountered creepy flying monkeys along their path to Oz. You will always encounter challenges and setbacks on the journey, But the bold remains steadfastly optimistic and always on the lookout for that hidden doorway. Because if you think of any road less traveled as too daunting, you will never even begin the journey to an extraordinary destination. We did raise money for Della and James. In fact, way too much of it in the irrational exuberance of the dot-com heyday. And John was right, of course. Sure enough, right after we climbed over that wall, there was another one and another one and another one. People, products, partners, you name it. Whatever could go wrong, it went wrong. But we stayed optimistic and we outlasted those problems. Along the way, I learned another important lesson. You can't take yourself so seriously. It's not such a big deal to look like a fool every now and then. 
who cares? Remember, it's better to be a fool who tried than the person too daunted to get started. And don't think of presence of obstacles as you being an idiot for going down a path. You see a problem, you figure out how to solve it, you're creating value that way. Along the way, you'll encounter plenty of naysayers, which is why you're going to need that mother load of self-confidence. Often, you'll have to believe enough for two. Good people will turn into doubters right before your very eyes. Case in point, when Jenny and I initially got funded, we made a deal with our investor, Doug McKenzie, then a partner at the venture capital firm of Kleiner, Perkins, Caulfield, and Byers. We got $300,000 up front to fund the business through the summer. Doug told us we'd get the next $700,000 and be in business for good if we met just one condition. Sign up Macy's, the department store with the largest bridal business in the United States and part of the retail behemoth federated department stores. That was really the 800 pound gorilla that was going to make the deal. So we hustled that summer working day and night, seven days a week out of this tiny little office on University Avenue in Palo Alto. We were really in a race against the clock. We were hiring engineers and building the product and custom demos for every retailer we went to meet with. We signed up lots of retailers thanks to Jenny Amazing's skill sales. We closed Crate and Barrel and several more. And yet we didn't get all the way there. I managed to get a letter of intent signed from Macy's. We were really excited. I felt like we had nailed it. But as part of his due diligence while on vacation in Hawaii, Doug made a call to confirm the Macy's deal as a last step before wiring us the rest of the money we needed for survival. And on that call, unbeknownst to us, the Macy's executive broke the news that unfortunately, because of intervention and relationships at the board level over his head, they had to back out. They were going with the only competitor out there. We agreed to meet with Doug in his office the next week when he returned. We walked into that building knowing that we could be walking out with nothing. Summer was up, our seed money was running out, and we've been told we were not welcome back at business school. Sure enough, when we went in there, there was a lot of hemming and hawing about the next round of investment. What if the other deals folded too? Could it be big enough without Macy's? This was looking risky. In that moment, I had to find my just deep well of confidence. And I said something to Doug like, look, you identified risk, kudos, because that is how you make money. No risk, no return. If you want low risk, you can buy a government T-bill with an extremely low return. If you want venture returns, which is the business you're in, then take a risk on us. We're going to build this with or without Macy's. And we need a partner and not one that is going to flinch with every inevitable hiccup that comes our way. Are you with us? And in that moment, it turned out that he didn't need the contract with Macy's after all to believe in our business. He did need to see entrepreneurs who believed in themselves and the potential of their business so much that they knew they could be successful without it. They would find a way. He wired the money. Had we not had a double dose of confidence that day, my first company might never have come to be. The point is when trouble comes your way and causes doubt, don't flinch, dig deeper and be confident enough for two. Eventually, we merged with a competitor that Macy's had signed up with and changed our name to WeddingChannel.com to bring together the true one-stop shop. 
What a winding road, but in the end, we got the deal done. Later, we sold the company to The Knot for $90 million. This is where the book expert's gonna stop because if you wanna learn more about that particular story, go ahead, get Find Your Extraordinary on Audible, on Amazon, wherever you buy books. There's lots of great lessons in there. It's a national bestseller. I'm really proud that people got a lot of value out of it. But what I wanna dig into with you and just follow up and give you a challenge after you listen to that portion of the book is self-confidence is so important. And when I think back to my journey, I'm so glad I tried to do something big and crazy when I was young, because when you are young, you are just not jaded yet. You are not beaten down and too afraid. In fact, you're kind of overconfident. And I might just say in this case, if you're going to take the leap and do something that you've never done before, is that really a bad thing or is it actually a good thing? Do you need to be overconfident? Believe in yourself beyond reason so that you don't hem and haw yourself out of taking the action to begin because you don't get to be perfect to start, you start to perfect. You don't know what you're doing in the beginning. You don't get to do it right the first time. You just have to do something you frankly have no business doing in order to iterate and qualify yourself. And I really think that with all the other advice you're gonna hear, I mean, just recently we have recorded some really amazing episodes of Self Made. So go back and take a look. There's some on how to build your business with social media. There's steps you can take on building a strong body and mind. There's episodes on how to deepen your relationships. But at the end of the day, what prevents you from taking the simple action that is going to produce change in your life where you get a better result. I find that I have had the privilege of traveling to so many different conferences and interacting with thousands and thousands of women. And if I give a talk and I interact with them afterwards, I always make a point of saying, you know, great. Well, what was your takeaway? If they tell me that they got something from the talk or they really liked it or thought it was inspiring. And what I find is by far the most common response or what is by far the most common request or question that we get with a podcast is that is self-confidence. I just have to believe in myself. I have to believe that I can do it. I have to believe that there isn't someone better than me, someone that is not me, that is more equipped or differently equipped or only qualified. And I'm going to rule myself out before I even get started trying. So I just can't help but see over and over again, this need around filling up your own belief of self-confidence and not trying to come from a place of reason. Okay. This is a really big deal. When I come to you with a self-made challenge for the self-confidence issue, I'm not going to ask you to write down here are the three things I'm good at. These are my strengths I found, and therefore, this is why I should do it. I'm going to ask you to write down belief beyond reason. I'm going to ask you to write down what values do you hold true? Would you rather be the person too timid, too tired to try, or the fool that gave it a shot? And if you are that fool and you're thinking to yourself, I can't be a fool, and that's why I don't want to develop that confidence... Is that really valid? Like, who are you going to let down and who are you going to impress? And are you on the list of people you are trying to impress? Because I got to tell you, I think there's only one way to do it. And that is with asking yourself, how brave are you? Because it's your own braveness that is going to lead to your confidence because you're going to go at it beyond reason. So 
Here is your take action tips for this episode, this method of boosting your own self-confidence. How brave are you? Ask yourself these questions. What would you do if fear were not a factor? So if you really said to yourself, when did you let fear hold you back? Because, and then you had a lack of self-confidence, so you didn't act. What was that situation and what would you have done if fear was not a factor? If self-confidence wasn't a blocker, wasn't there, what would you have done? Now, do you embrace the philosophy that the only way to fail is to not have tried at all, right? So I want you to ask, what is your value and are you living to that value when you take action and choices every single day? Another question is, who are you sharing your bold goal with? That helps make it real. If you're confident enough to put out something ridiculous, like I want to live in this dream house. I want to grow my business this much. I want to improve the 360 scores I get on leadership. I want to be in a more loving relationship. Whatever that is, are you sharing that goal with someone or are you holding it back because you think, oh, that sounds ridiculous. People will laugh at me. You'll make fun of me. No, put it out there, manifest it into your life, be loud and proud. And then what is the first thing you're going to do that is daring? that helps you accomplish your goal? What small action could you take that would advance you along the path? If you can just come up with the answers to those questions, notice none of them were, what proof do we have that you could possibly be successful? (laughs) What evidence is there? You've done it before and therefore you could do it again. No, 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 no. We are going to be brave. We are going to believe beyond reason because that bedrock of self-confidence, baby, it has got to be there to fuel you because you are, my friend, self-made. So make sure that if you think somebody else could benefit from a double dose of self-confidence, then share this episode. Share it by putting in the hashtag self-made podcast, tag me on social media. I love hearing your takeaway. It honestly, it's my motivation and it fuels me. And if you are going to embrace fear and failure because you know it's the only way that you're going to make yourself an extraordinary life, I want to know about it because that just fills me up. So thanks for listening. You are self-made.